Okay, welcome to the Ann Arbor Mentality Podcast, episode 15. Welcome, welcome. Today we're going to talk a little bit about Coach Beeline. And we're also going to talk about University of Michigan player number 22, Duncan Robinson, who graduated to the Miami Heat. Let's go. Ow! 305, baby. And as always, we will get into a little bit of what all these things have meant to us in that order. Yes. Coach Beeline, uh, we're all familiar with uh, John Beeline, correct? Well, we might have some listeners that are. Who is he? Longtime winningest coach of University of Michigan basketball. Went to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Cleveland. Now he is living back in Ann Arbor with his family. All right. Yep. When things didn't work out in Cleveland, he was quoted saying it was easy. We call Ann Arbor home. We have for 13 years. Amen. Rock and roll, man. He said they did consider it in the, in the spring, and that's when okay. he got let go in Cleveland. Mm. Well, if you're if you're listening, Coach, we'd love to take you out for a coffee sometime. For sure. <laughs> Espresso. We, we could talk to him about his new class that he's oh, teaching that? at the University of Michigan. Go Blue. Let's get some information on that. He's teaching there, and he was quoted also saying that he's needed some help from students to learn how to use Zoom to teach the classes. Technology. That's right. <laughs> Everything's Zoomed out right now. Yeah. A graduate student instructor helps him with that. So he went from coach to now professor? Yeah, Professor Beeline. Huh. Those students are pretty fortunate. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine. I wonder... <laughs> I just wonder if he's going to run his classroom like he runs the, uh, <laughs> the sports squad. Well, if he does, he'll produce a lot of talent. <laughs> right? Yeah, academically. Wow. I'm not as much into sports as you. There's something about him and his style of coaching, right, that kind of separates him from different levels of coaches? I would say so. I would say that's why he didn't work out in Cleveland. They have a lot of young players that probably didn't want to listen to someone teaching as much Mm -hmm. in his style. If you were to listen to him and buy into the system, I truly Uh believe he could have taken that young team somewhere. But he's in his 70s. He was more suited for the college game. He had a monumental run at the University of Michigan. Now he can kick back, teach, and chill in Ann Arbor, and his family can grow up there and do their things from there and you know I, I think it's great for him now there's something you miss you mentioned in the last podcast which i want to ask you about i was looking at different years of basketball players etc now what exactly is going on because you mentioned it and other people mentioned it that some of the players nowadays is it they're on a diva thing they don't want to listen as much like i mean gathering? It, it seems like you know a lot of the young players coming into the nba you know mm-hmm. they're gonna be players that possibly never had to listen to anyone like that um hmm. they're gonna be the extraordinarily talented individuals mm-hmm. you know and do you think that could be the whole thing because remember you used to have to go to college right back in the days before you went to the nba was it like it was just a standard it's way gone back, back, in back and days, forth right? for many years um yeah you know lots of people have gone straight to the nba you know kobe hmm. kevin garnett um uh-huh. lots it's been where you had to go two years. It's been where you had to go one year. Uh, uh-huh. That plays into it, but that's a whole other story. That's a, uh, And then you got the whole pay the players thing and all that. Mm-hmm. That's a lot to discuss. For someone like uh-huh. Beeline, he's just 
so old school, you know? Yeah. Uh, Mo Wagner famously said, anyone that buys in and listens to the man will be made rich in the NBA. And, oh, yeah? Um, as well as famously right now, the main man, Duncan Robinson. Yes. Former player of Coach Beeline, who Coach Crazy. Beeline scouted, got a phone call from a buddy, scouted him from a D3 college, Williams, and okay. went out to find him. And now he is setting records, being undrafted, being the only D3 player to jump up that far. I mean, he went from D3 Williams College and giving a full scholarship by Coach Beeline to the University of Michigan being undrafted and then working his way up through the summer league also miami's g league affiliate team the sky force mm -hmm. he was on there too and worked up through that program now look what happened i think most people that follow basketball know that he just had a huge game for the miami heat in the Mi in mm -hmm. the nba finals yes and set records huh. in the nba finals you know and so that's a ode to coach beeline right there and, so we can uh, thank Coach if you, Beeline for yeah. bringing him in. Yeah. If you, huh. if you listen to Beeline and you really buy in, man, whew, you can go anywhere. So you're talking about, just like you, us, peninsula to peninsula. Yeah, right? That's absolutely. Duncan from the, from the deuce down to the 305. That's kind of like, was he following you? Yeah, right. You know how hyped I've been <laughs> since he came to the Miami Heat system? We've had several other players come as well. Uh -huh. But to finally have a University of Michigan player on the Miami Heat living down here that is doing wow. big things for the team uh -huh. and having big performances on the highest stage, I've been waiting for this for a while. And I've been super hyped. But we're talking number 22 Wolverine jersey, Mr. Duncan. Ace Deuce to the 305. And what number was he rocking in Miami? 55. 55. 22 to 55. Sammy Hagar. I can't drive 55. Sounds like uh, all of our listeners, we got some jerseys we got to buy. I've been trying to get the, uh, the teal one. <laughs> I call it the Miami Subs yeah. jersey. Oh, man. <laughs> did Miami Subs, did they ever make it up to Ann Arbor, to Michigan? No, I don't think so. I've never, never seen them anywhere. Far, but I've never seen them anywhere but here in Miami. Huh. That was a hell of a time era. Well, well hopefully Coach Beeline had a uh, Miami sub before they closed them all down. <laughs> <laughs> the one across the street from me used to have uh, Miami subs, a Nathan's hot dogs, and a Baskin and Robbins ice cream. Mm. All in one location. So you talk about <laughs> Munchie Central. So what did um, Mr. Duncan, what did, what, had, what did he accomplish as far as he broke some records and he did this and that? What, what did he do? Well, during Michigan, he was shooting averagely about 42% from behind the arc. Okay. Which is, is a good percentage. That's a great percentage to shoot from three. You know, that's elite. When he played for the Sioux Falls Sky Force, the, the G League affiliate team of the Heat that I was speaking uh -huh. about previously, he popped up to 48.3%. For the Miami Heat in his this past season, he was shooting forty four point six percent, eight point three attempts per game. Okay. In the playoffs, he was averaging around forty percent, which is also very good. That's elite performance. Coach Spo was quoted saying, "What made Robinson's performance all the more impressive was that he had to endure 
a lot of physicality mm. and he really had to fight to get open because you know playoff basketball is different and boy did things change quickly for him in the playoff he adapted and grew both by being able to fight and get away from people holding and grabbing coming off of screens extraordinarily well which he always has done which he probably learned very well from coach beeline also defensively he i watched him grow leaps and bounds throughout the playoffs defensively the teams were picking on him aiming at him you know to work defensively and to get into foul trouble interesting I remember an inter- interesting stat from the University of Michigan that basically undefeated when he would hit two three-pointers per game. Mm-hmm. Damn. Any games that he hit a minimum of two three-pointers, they uh-huh. won almost all of those games in his uh-huh. entire career that, they played, that he played there. If Duncan is moving around like he does and coming off those screens and making the other player work and fight through them, and if he's hitting his first couple of threes the defense has to play above the screens they have to do so many things to account for his shot because he's tall and when he goes straight up and he has a very quick release and he shoots it high perfect shot and if that's going they have to play up on him which is going to leave anyone he's playing with rolling to the basket to be open a for a rebound or b for a pass from him on a pick and roll or a Mm. pick and pop or whatever and he's gotten really good from michigan once again from Beeline on on distributing the ball as well and being a playmaker. He runs those curls and throws up lobs and gets attacks the rim. I mean, he shoots significantly his percentage of shots from three. Yeah. When he wants to, he can do all of the playmaking and getting to the rim and throwing the lobs and doing all of those things. Uh, he's really good at it. Well, as far as um, bragging rights... You know, first player to transfer from Division Three to Division One with a full scholarship. That's bragging rights for Ann Arbor Wolverine people out there. If y'all listening, we own that. We own that. What was that he broke? Nick Stauskas. Okay. Another NBA player from Beeline's camp. I guess there's a thing, practicing record for three-pointers in a drill, which is five minutes, one ball, one rebound, by posting 78, surpassing... Wow. <laughs> by three holy smokes five Good minutes Lord. 78 threes wow that's crazy that's so break that down break that down a little bit right there so you've got uh-huh. one teammate that and you have one ball so mm-hmm. and you have five minutes so that person has to get the ball after you shoot it and pass it back mm-hmm. to you for you to shoot again so in five minutes he hit 78 three-pointers <laughs> go blue baby beating stauskas by three i see wow that's crazy Ooh, that's off the chisel. And also what we got in 2016 Big Ten Conference in the men's basketball tournament semifinals against Purdue. I remember Purdue quite well. Robinson recorded his 90th three-point of the season. 90th, not bad. Mm-hmm. Becoming just the fifth Wolverine in history to reach that milestone. Wow. It says here over the course of three seasons, Robinson finished his career with 237 made three-point shots on 41.9% shooting. We'll call it 42%. Yeah, right. We'll round up for him. (laughs) Placing fourth on Michigan's all-time list. Wow. Go blue, baby. That's right. Go blue, pro blue. Man, there's so much history. University of Michigan, obviously, with everything in sports, is just Jesus. How much would it fill up if you recorded everything? <laughs> like, yeah, right. Um, like, right. what was your uh, most memorable game? Any sport, living and yeah. growing up in Ann Arbor. It was the one where we won 
everybody went downtown, and I want to say it was had to have been the Fab Five, I think, but you can nope. remind me on this. Which game was it when we... Nope, it was 1989, before 89. the Fab Five. Glenn Rice, G-Money, who also played for the Miami Heat. Uh-huh. Glenn Rice. I see him down here all the time. I saw him at a Miami Hurricanes game, uh-huh. and he was sitting up at a press thing as I was walking down to my seat, and I turned and uh-huh. yelled, go blue, and he yelled, go blue back, and did a little <laughs> smile. Like, yeah. yeah. That was, yeah, that, the 1989 championship game. Okay, that Terry was when Mills. the streets were just shut down, right? And yeah, we got tear gassed, and <laughs> I got shoved into mm-hmm. the Rendezvous. Remember that? I loved that place. Yes. I used to go there all the time. <laughs> now, that year, we missed it, too, because we were standing there, obviously, but everyone got up on top oh, of the no. Chinese restaurant. Everybody got up on top of there. The roof overhang fell, and people, I'm sure <laughs> yeah. they got hurt Jeez. because of it. <laughs> yeah, it was wild. I remember watching a light pole. People were climbing up and yes. getting on top, and I remember it going down yep. right in the street, too, right there on South U. People were wilding out, and of course, our crew was down there, and then all the different crews that we were affiliated with were like, you know, kind of people were strategically in different areas. I can remember fights breaking out in front of Good Time Charlie's. It was just insane. Yeah. <laughs> and I can remember, actually, I, I wore Michael Holesclaw's uh, Oakland A's parka. Went nice. down there and represented with the Oakland A's parka. <laughs> the and starter I I parka? Some, yeah, starter parka, exactly. Yeah. Fire. And I think I might have had someone's hat that turned the Oakland A's into an A square. That's I can't, a good idea. kind of fuzzy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I kind of want to do that now. Oh, that was class. Those, those were classics. Okay, well, that was a great championship. What was your biggest disappointment game in Ann Arbor? A, oh, Ace Fab Deuce. Five. Fab Five? Both years. Oh, Lord. That was a hell of a disappointment. Both years. Hell of a. Hell Both of years a. equally. Right? Man. Because we were on a hell may, of a ride. You know what? Maybe the second year a little more. Yeah. Okay. They were five freshmen. Mm-hmm. This year, they're just going to know what to do, and they're going to murk everyone. Right? And boy, did it seem like it was going to happen. And then just, we know the history there. And Whew. Both years were Man. very disappointing. Yeah, man, that was definitely, it was like, it was such a good ride till the end. Other disappointments that I've had more recently are definitely Mm -hmm. going to Michigan football games for Ohio State and seeing Mm. so many Ohio State people and being taunted in Ann Arbor by them (laughs) and really not being able to have much to say back to them. Right. Um, Yeah, so, Hmm. because there were days where that was not allowed, <laughs> I thought, but I know, right? Supposedly, here we are. <laughs> well, man, we can do this like a lightning round. What's your favorite sport jersey? University of Michigan, go. It will either be a Charles Woodson, mm. a Tom Brady, uh huh, or an Anthony Thomas authentic mm. jersey. Train. You know it when you see them. They're made from that fabric. Yeah. It's just you see, it's like shiny and nice, and it lasts forever. And all the yep. things are sewn in with like high budge. I think it would have to be one of those jerseys, plain blue maize numbers and the name. And That'd be gangster from whatever one of the years they played. You know, get the specific Big Ten patch, something authentic. One of those. If I could get something like that, I think that would probably yep. be my favorite. I love it. I love it. If you're listening, A Train, Anthony Thomas, we got to get you on the shizzle. Yeah, for sure. What up, Haley? <laughs> yeah, right. What up, Haley? Come on the show. 
that'd be great to get an inside connection. Yeah, we got to have both of you on. on. Yeah, that'd right. Be nice. I'd love to hear how his training regimen was, how much training they had him do at the University right? of Michigan. Right? That'd be wild. Make it whistle train. <laughs> well, I'd have to say definitely I don't have it anymore, but my favorite jersey, and I need to get another one, I want that all-white University of Michigan hockey jersey. Because oh, okay. that just, when, you, when you walk into a room, it just it like lights up a room. Those hockey jerseys Something about are fresh. It. Oh, man. The real, the real deals are just Do you want the, the, the newer ones or the old school one? I like the old school one, but I'll take both. <laughs> but, yeah, I definitely I like the old school ones. Man, when you used to wear that thing, it would, just, it would feel good. I swear, you'd walk into a room, people would, their, someone's head would raise up, they'd look. Those are really dope. From the jerseys <laughs> that I own, I have a lot. Mm. And it was, it's an all-black University of Michigan jersey trimmed Ooh. in maize and blue. And, wow. Uh, that's probably huh. from, I bought it in probably 99, 2000, sometime around then. Man, who's ever got my jersey? I need it back. I want it back. I want my daddy's records. Mm-hmm. Was that the game uh, we were with Nicole Tate? Yes. At? We were right behind the goalpost where uh-huh. Alabama missed a possible game-winning field goal at the end of regulation, Crazy. and we ran off going nuts. Now, was that, your, was that your best seats ever, or you have better seats? I've had great seats to a lot of games. I've went to all the Florida Bowl games. Aaron Janvasia, you know, he's, he was probably at all those games because he's got the hookup, but he took me to the, his little VIP area, and they had, you know, the food, the buffet, all roped off on all this and that. I was, I was like, man, I feel like a real alumni up in here. Oh, I, I went to <laughs> – I've been to the Alumni Association uh, tailgates – for almost yeah. every single one. Um, Gangster. They're early, and we get in, and we yep. eat, and we drink. and Drink. I've met crazy people, people that knew people that I knew from home. And, wow. Uh, I've had crazy talks, and, you know, it's morning, so I always drink a screwdriver because, you know, orange juice. Nice. So breakfast. Nice, nice. When you meet University of Michigan fans, like, at a tailgate like that or wherever, like, I swear you feel like either you know them, your friends, like... It's such like a loving vibe energy. It's just like, wow, you know, we're here in Florida, but we got all my Michigan people here up in the, up in the tailgate oh, section. Oh, yeah, always, you know I mean? always. Feels like home. Yeah, something about it. What was the coldest game you ever been to? This you can previous year's Ohio State game. And how cold is cold? It was frigid. Ice cold? Frigid. <laughs> Ice cold. frigid. Yeah. <laughs> I bought a $300 multi-layered coat from emden <laughs> and i was still freezing and i'm telling you by mid third quarter i was like that guy i was ready to leave but i didn't i stayed the Ooh. whole time my liver hurt i'll tell you <laughs> now that's cold right there you got the equivalent of a north face park on you still cold i sent my uh i sent my nephew for two hot chocolates for us it was like 25 bucks or something <laughs> wow and i was never more willing to pay it gotta have that hot chocolate on those cold game days and then we got some people going back to the deuce and then you can go up to brighton real quick too hell yeah go uh skiing or snowboarding (laughs) right (laughs) get your ski on boyne all these places you could stay there and get the package deals and it's not that Mm -hmm. bad and you get everything the rentals long time ago go do yourself a favor anyone in michigan right now anybody listening if you're interested in skiing, if you're interested in snowboarding, if you're interested yes. in staying at a dope lodge, right? check out Boyne. Go to their Instagram, follow them. Go to their Twitter, follow them. If you're on Facebook, follow them. Look at what they have. They got it going on. They got huge video light projection systems. 
shine it on the entire slopes, and it looks crazy. Uh. The best that I know of in Michigan, as far as okay. skiing and snowboarding and stuff like that. Yeah, I remember they were always ahead of the game, bigger, bigger and badder, right? That's how the big dogs do it. Mount Brighton, you go. You know, Mount yeah. Brighton was really nice because of proximity. But you had Mount Brighton and you had Alpine. Those two, a little bit different from each other, but both super were fun. Lock Alpine was super nice too. Yeah, I wonder what it's it like for time. lodges there as well. It's probably really nice there now. I haven't looked into that in a long time. I'm going to check right. on their social media. If you're out there that and you know a- anything about it, uh, feel free. Write into us. Uh, call into us. Write us on social media. We will respond to you, listeners. If we know you, especially, we're we're looking to hear from you. You know, let's get together. Let's go ride some snowmobiles. Um, let's get a doom buggy. I'm ready to roll. I like that. I like that. You know, as we always say, too, you know, like if you have any idea of any feature guests, let us know. Anybody that possibly wants to sponsorship the part the uh, podcast or any ideas of sponsorships you know get at us you know get at ed get at myself if you want to be on the podcast and you've got a yes. good story and you've got it oh, relating yes. to ann arbor yeah you know reach out to us we want to listen to these stories we'd like we'd love to have you on yes we've got so many stories and when we talk to all of our friends from michigan there's so many stories so if you got that one story you're like you know what this needs to get out to the public contact us you know let's let's put it on there and talk about it whether you've been just, down from day one or you know you don't even know <laughs> us i mean there's just, there's just too many stories to list from houses with secret panels to you, you know you name it hash bash stories our fair stories university of michigan stories celebrity stories that we don't even know about i'm sure yeah <laughs> you know way too much i mean yeah. Ann Arbor, michigan such a small place but as we discussed just the people coming out of the sports, the arts, the music, like Ed and I have been doing some research on people coming out of Ann Arbor and we're like, how come we didn't know this growing up in Ann Arbor? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So much to put on the, on the, on the plate. And then we we're also have our friends, close personal friends that we grew up with and have personal re- relationships with that yes. have done incredible things out here in this world and are doing them right now. Yep. Pretty impressive. Uh, so, you know, yep. you know, listeners out there, we've got a lot more coming your way. We've got huge plans for the upcoming episodes. We've got some great possibilities. And if you have a business in Ann Arbor, we would love to help you out. Oh yeah. Reach out to us and we will help you in any way that we can. We will advertise for you. There's a, there's a lot of ways that we can do something for each other. Definitely. Ann Arbor mentality. And all those University of Michigan, Ann Arbor residents that we know from our friends, you know, keep on raising those kids. Give them that Ann Arbor mentality. Raise those kids right because we know you're doing it because you already lived it. So I know we know you're putting it into your children. That's right. Hell yeah. Take them. Take your kids to get a get a blimpy burger and discuss life. Those who stay will be champions. Will be champions. Ann Arbor mentality right there, baby. That's why no matter where we go, I don't care if it's France. Africa, Germany, France, or Japan. It doesn't matter. We bring in that ace deuce mentality when we roll through. (laughs) (laughs) Wolverine. That's the truth. I'm telling you, we know we got Matt Compton over there. He's bringing that Ann Arbor mentality to the West Coast. Yurgos, Rusty's bringing that. You know why we're called the Michigan Wolverines? Uh Uh-uh. Legend has it, when we were fighting Ohio Mm -hmm. for Toledo. Oh, shit. They were basically, oh, the troops from Ohio were basically like 
offshoots of the British Army. The Michigan people were loose militias, and we were fighting over Toledo because we wanted access to one of the Great Lakes, mm -hmm. and that was the only way to have direct access. They were very organized in troops, and we were not, but they said we came out of the woods and fought like wolverines. I, I don't know if a lot of people know that. We won passage to the Great Lake. <laughs> so there? we got what we wanted in the end and Toledo that's why Toledo Ohio they have classrooms that are still half divided like in stores that are like literally they have two different doors one entrance is for Ohio and the other entrance is for the the good guys so Ann Arbor Heads remember you are royalty so when you go out to the world let them know true blue all day we don't play shoulders back head up talk straight and tell them go blue I thought you knew whether you're from A2 or Kalamazoo. <laughs> K-Zoo. I'm aggressive like a wolverine. <laughs> Row. Right, don't corner them. Don't corner them. Don't do it. Lions and tigers and wolverines, oh my. In finalization today, Gia, how do you think we should end this? Man, we... I think just give a shout out to everybody. You know what I mean? We got some good content right there. I mean, People we're only we're on only for at four. We're only at forty five minutes though, so we need more. Um, I mean, if you it's up, how do we just let's try to find something to wrap it up with? Uh, okay. Would you like to talk about your soap business? Dion, do you have a location for them to find us on Facebook? Definitely. And if you're on Facebook, Ann Arbor Mentality Podcast, if you go through there, you'll see the Buzzsprout links, you'll see the Apple links, and you can see where everything is. Check out all the episodes, download, as he said, you'll save your data, which is a great thing, especially if you're driving around town taking care of business and you're, you're not hooked up to Wi-Fi. Find us on Spotify. Yes. Apple Podcasts. Podcast? At pretty much everywhere that you listen to podcasts, you should be able to find us. Let me give them one challenge. If you're out there rocking University of Michigan gear, make sure you are being a good person to society. We don't go to Ohio State games and treat people bad. We might play with them a little bit. But if you're rocking that Maize and Blue M... Make sure you're representing that Ann Arbor mentality to the fullest. Represent, we represent. Aye. Represent, represent. Come again, kid. A squared. Ace Deuce mentality. Go blue, baby. All right, we time. Have a good one.